This is not the time to get distracted. And this is not the time to go off course. This is not the time to lose your focus. Got a word to do for the Lord. The Believers Walking in the Way of Righteousness is now on the air. Our goal is to awaken you from the tradition and the errors of religion and bring you back to the simplicity of the gospel of Christ. If you have any questions or are in need of prayer, please stay tuned until the end of the broadcast. We will give you our website and our mailing address. So at this time, it gives me great pleasure to bring to you our minister, Brother James Ware. God bless you. Truly, we thank the Lord for being here another day by way of radio. I count it a blessing as well as a privilege to be able to come to you this day by way of radio. At this time, let me pray. Father, in the name of Jesus the Christ, I thank you. I praise you. I honor you. I thank you for this opportunity to be able to share a word with your peoples. I ask you to anoint me, God, that I decrease and you increase, that you be the vessel, that you allow me to be the vessel that you have chosen to declare that which you would have me to say. Father, we thank you for what you're doing. I thank you for what you're going to do. Most of all, I ask you to deal with those that are listening. God, that they might have a ear to hear, not just the natural ear, but the ear of the heart, that they may go forth and be and do that which you would have me to do, be and do. Father, we praise you. We honor you. In Jesus, the Christ's name I pray. Amen and amen. Well, praise God. Praise the Lord. We thank the Lord. Amen. Listen. Uh, two weeks, we were expecting to see you. Please make plans to be with us on Friday night, next Friday night, amen, uh, at uh, 7.30 uh, in East Point, Georgia. I would love to meet some of you, some of you that said you was going to write me, come, and we... Uh, we're going to have a time in the Lord. I just believe that. I believe God going to work a work, amen, in our lives. Not because I'm there. No, no, because we are yielding to the Spirit of God. And when you yield to the Spirit of God, then the Lord will begin to bless. Yes, he will begin to bless and begin to work a work in you that you would not believe though someone told you. Amen. I just believe that, believers. Uh, so look, that Friday night at 7.30 and that Saturday morning at 12 noon. Now, the reason we say it's Saturday at 12 noon, so those of you that say, well, brother, where well, I don't drive at night. I can't get there at night. You come that Saturday at 12 Amen, and be just as good, all right? So we're having a day service. And then that night, 
service, we're having a different format. Uh, Ola May, as well as uh, gospel singing, uh, the uh, Smith family, out of Kanyas, as well as the male chorus, uh, Union uh, Baptist from uh, uh, Kanyas, Georgia. Amen. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I, it's going to be a blessing. I'm looking forward to seeing some of my old friends and some that I never met. Amen. That I've talked to on the phone. I'm looking forward to seeing you there. Amen. Amen. I pray that you come and be a part of that service on 1823, 2318, I'm sorry, 2318 Washington Road, right next to the car wash. If you're going down Main Street, turning on Washington Road, going down, it's approximately a half a mile on the right-hand side. I sure would. If you're riding a train, uh, you get off and walk across to Washington Road and go to walk right down to it. Looking forward to seeing you there. Amen? Amen. I just wanted to mention that. But we thank God. We thank God for those of you, amen, that I've heard from, that I talked with. Amen. I do. I thank God for the few. I'm not nobody great or trying to be nobody great. I'm just only trying to uh, do the will of the Father to cause others to seek out God's will, God's way in your life. So we thank God for that. We thank God for what God is really, really doing in my life. Uh, I never would have thought because of the problems that I had uh, I, on last week, I, in turn, my uh, wife had been uh, passed six years ago, and she wasn't nothing wrong with her until she never went to the doctor. Every time you look around, it looked like I was going, something was wrong with me. But guess what? God had a different plan. He had a different plan that he wanted to institute. And who am I to, to challenge God's will, God's way, just like you and others? Amen? So we thank God. I pray for the children uh, to get themselves together because one day we all got to go that way, leave here and stand before the Lord. Amen. I'm encouraged, folks. I'm really encouraged because I, I have seen what the enemy trying to do, uh, trying to stop me, tried to uh, dis derail me. But the mercy and the goodness of God, that's all it was. The mercy and the goodness of God kept me trucking right along. So uh, we thank God for that. I'm not going to be <laughs> with you long uh, now that um, I done talked all for, for the last few minutes. But anyway, uh, if you would, turn your Bible to Colossians, uh, the third chapter. Colossians, the third chapter. And uh, I'm going to deal with the 23rd 
verse, I believe that's what we are dealing with, the 23rd verse. And it says, and whatsoever, uh, whatsoever ye do, do it heartily, hear heartily as unto the Lord and not unto man. Wow. Whatever we're doing, uh, a lot of things, brothers and sisters, you know what you're doing it. Why are you doing What are you doing it for? Can you, can you just say, what are you doing it for? You know, we often say, uh, I'm going, to, I go to church and I pay my tithe. And, you, and somebody asks you, well, why are you doing it? I, I'm doing it for the Lord. The Lord told me to do it. But then when you sit down and really question it, how has God benefiting from what you just said? No, ma'am, no, sir. We're not trying to condemn nobody. I'm not trying to condemn, but I just want you to question in your mind, what am I really doing it for? The, uh, am I doing it for me? Am I doing it for my pastor? Am I doing it for my wife, my husband? Or am I doing it for the Lord? See, when you're doing it for the Lord, then we got different results. Yes, we have different results. And the reason we're going to have different results, because we are not looking for glorification from it. No, ma'am, no, sir. I'm not looking for somebody to say, well, you know, uh, Brother Ware did this and Brother Ware did that. You know, I was listening to, uh, again, I was channel surfing, and I was listening to these preachers in this uh, uh, table, uh, whatever they're called, uh, ministers, something. But And it was kind of old, but one thing I did get him, the reason I stopped, that when I stopped, he said that they was talking about uh, M.L. King. And they were saying King wasn't a follow. Uh, uh, King didn't have the people's following him like you had when he died, because when he was alive, he only had a uh, uh, college student, and he only had a few young people's. He didn't have the people, and that's right. I remember that because I, I remember my granddaddy saying that boy, that man, need to set himself down causing all them young people to get dogs sick on him, them and they put in the water holes. Now, he never looked at the people that was doing it. I, I, I'm, I'm just saying uh, he's, he's gone uh, away from here. He have went into eternity as well. But I was too young, of course, to even question him. I was just listening. And see, and by me listening, I'm hearing him say, yeah, I'm telling you, he just doing this and doing that. But then guess what? We still benefited from what was being done, even though he didn't have a majority. Now, later after he died, he had the majority. Yes, he had the majority then, but because he was dead and gone. He he couldn't say, uh, well, I think, uh, God, that we have an M.L. King street in every major city, and they make that street 
the poorest, uh, the most prominent street problem than any. I don't care where you go. It never be a glorified street. So guess what? King, uh, uh, King M.L. King was not concerned about that. He was even when he was dead, uh, when he got killed, he was on a poor people campaign. So I'm not, and I listen to him, and I, I'm not glorifying no man, okay? He was only doing what he felt that the Lord had put in his spirit to do, just as I'm uh, doing what the Lord had put in my spirit to do. But here's what I am saying. What I am saying is this, that we do things, but you got to do it for what you know the Lord is calling you to do. Now, if God is calling you to be at a particular church and, and to do a work, just don't uh, do what feel good or what seems good to people. See, we got to take this a step further. And the reason we got to take it a step further because truly one day we are going to have to answer to every word and deed that was done in our mortal body. That's what the scripture teaches. So therefore, if I'm doing something, uh, whether it's driving up and down the road or whether it's preaching, what am I preaching for? Am I preaching to convict something, to convince somebody that they should be doing what Brother Ware think they should be doing? Or am I preaching that that individual will have a conviction and will begin to obey Christ. Because that's what it's all about, brothers and sisters. It's about obeying him. Because, see, the scripture done told us that, uh, that we are going to have to give an account of every deed done in our mortal body. So if every deed done in our mortal body, I'm going to have to give an account for it. I'm going to have to speak for it. Then guess what? I need to watch what I say and what I do. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. We say we watch it. We say we do it. But the truth of the matter, only you know. See, and God deals with you, whoever you are, whenever you get alone. The Spirit of God will begin to deal. This is why a lot of people don't even want to be alone. Yes, they don't want to be alone. You know why? Because the Spirit of God go to ministering to them and the Spirit of God go to convicting them. And then all of a sudden, then they're saying, well, just cut the TV out. And some, some people can't even go to sleep without the TV making noise or the radio or what. They, they are afraid to even just cut the light off and go to sleep in the dark. Now, they're saying, well, wait a minute, Brother Well, I don't think that got nothing to do with it. It may not have nothing to do with it with you. It may not, but it could have. It could be that the Spirit of God won't minister to you. And then some of us are so busy till we don't even have time for God. Now, you, know, you can say, but I do. I, I, I always spend time for God. Uh, let's look at it for real. You say, but brother, where you don't work, and and and, and since you don't work, it, listen, I can remember when I was working 
I spent more time at one time than I was when I wasn't working. I had to I had to get myself together and say, why am I doing what I'm doing? If I'm doing this in the name of the Lord, how is it that I'm looking for some reward? See, that will explain why we're doing what we're doing. See, if I'm looking for a reward for this, you know, I would work in that church and, and be a usher, but they just disrespect her. They, they show favoritism. I would sing on the choir, but they can't let me sing my song, and, and, and they, they show favoritism. I, I would do this. and Listen, do you know that even in the boogie world, and what I call the boogie world, I'm saying in the worldly uh, singing, most of those people that you hear or have heard, they all started in the background in some other group or in their group. Uh, we all praise, and I'm using his because uh, I'm thinking about this and I know about this. We all praise and uh, we were praising David Ruffin of uh, the temptation. But do most people know that David Ruffin uh, just kept hanging around him, and he even got a position just to play the drum, then pretty soon he was able, the door was open for him to sing. And, of course, he sung, but he, he still didn't lead after singing. To after a while, then, uh, of course, uh, the, uh, I can't even think of his name right now, he certainly wrote a song and wanted David to sing it. I, I, I know him, the little light-skinned fellow, uh, and after that, he sung the song, and the rest was history. But my point was, he started from the back. He started at the lowest point, believing that he was going to get his chance one day. We that are in faith, we're supposed to be doing things to the glory of God, that God can get the glory, that somebody can say, it's all about Jesus. It's all about him doing whatever he's doing in us, through us, with us. And when we can see it as that, then I promise you, God can do a work in it. I want to know today, what are you doing? What you doing? Uh, what are you really doing it for? Are you doing it so that the church can, uh, fellowship can get the, praises. Some people listen to me now. Some people say that, oh, I go to church every Sunday. Well, why do you go to church every Sunday? Just to get them, take a part of a, a pep rally? No, and I'm not calling everybody in church a pep rally. Well, what you mean by a pep rally, Brother Will? You know how when we was kids in schools and most of us uh, that's here. I mean, you, at one time, you don't know, went to a public school or went to school, and when the football, basketball uh, uh, players would play, I remember they always called us in the uh, the uh, audience, called us in the gymnasium, and we was able to pep rally, have that pep rally, praise them as they come forth. We shout and we clap and we holler because we wanted them to be worked up to win that night. 
Now, what, what are you saying, Brother Will? A lot of us go to the church house for the wrong reasons. Oh, the, the pandemic did us in. Some of us did us in. Uh, we, I, I, I just don't know. I, I can't go it, and I miss the church. And, I, and uh, listen, I'm not uh, condemning that. If, if that's where you get your, your spiritual uplift, then guess what? Go ahead. But it's got to be more than why you're doing what you're doing. You got to have a mindset to want to make it different. You got to have a mindset that it that we can look and say, "Oh, brother so and so and sister so and so is really dedicated to what they are doing." Now we can all talk about what we shoulda, coulda, woulda did. We can all talk about if, and usually it happens when we get old or when we get sick. When we get on a bed of affliction, we'll holler, well, Lord, if you just raise me up off this bed, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. Or when I get old, man, I wish I had had the time like I have now. I could have did this and I could have did that. But what are you doing for? There are people that really, truly need to know the way. They don't know the way. They need you to encourage them in the way. What do you mean, encourage them in the way? They need to see that you are living a holy and a dedicated life. They need to see that you are not compromising on the things of God. We are living in a time now that every time we look around, we are compromising. We are doing this. We are getting ourselves. Now everything got to be political correct. We got to understand, believers, it is a serious time in the Lord. For we that are following Christ, we got to stand up and let people know, no, 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 I'm not trying to be a fanatic. I'm not trying to be the, and sometimes we need to be a fanatic for Christ. Yes, I know the old saying, you can be so heavenly minded to no earthly good. I disagree with that because you couldn't get no heavenly minded in Jesus. Amen, amen. You couldn't get no heavenly minded in him. But guess what? All that he did, he did to the glory of God, to God's glory so that he could go forth and God could get the glory. I'm telling you, some of you right now, God done dealt with your heart. He done dealt with you. Come out from among them and be ye separate. But they, they, you can't, you're not able to come. You're not able to stand because you're worrying about what this person believe or what this person think or what this person feel. But it's not about that. It's about you taking a stand. You taking a stand and saying, I love the Lord and God have heard my cry. Oh, brothers and sisters, every one of us have a testimony. Yes, if you've been converted for a little while, you have a testimony. But here's the problem. Having that testimony and allowing the enemy to uh, snatch it from you. What do you mean allowing the enemy to snatch it from you? 
you are not doing anything with the testimony. No, no, you're not. You know why you're not doing anything with the testimony? Because of the fact that you're trying to fit in. You got to be willing to be different. You got to listen to me. Everybody that you read about in the Bible, you can read about they had to take a stand. Some of you need to take a stand in righteousness. And if you take that stand in righteousness and declare that I'm going to stand regardless of what come or may. Amen. Amen. And when you take that stand, God will begin to move in your life and you will begin to see a different. You will begin to feel a different. You will begin to take place and cause somebody else to be different. Yes, that's what it's about. See, when we got converted, God pulled us out of the uh, Egypt into the wilderness. Now, the wilderness is separate. It's to make you be what you wasn't. You listen to me now. Listen to me. Being in the wilderness, it calls you to catch hope and things that you never had to experience. Do you know that they was there 400 years, 430 years, and in the the process, there had always been food provided. There's always been shelter provided. It always been those things. For 430 years, they had it always provided. You say, well, they didn't have it provided, brother. Well, they had to work. They had to be, yeah, but guess what? It still was provided. The The building still was there. They, the place to sleep still was there. But guess what? Now they're in the wilderness, and they don't have it there. No, no, no. We, all of a sudden, we got to travel. We got to search for a land. See, when you're doing what God have told you to do, the Bible let us know we walk by faith and not by sight. Now, what is faith? The Bible declares faith is the substance of things hoped for. Hope for believers, hope for believers, hope for things are not seen. Why is it that we have to see everything? God, you got to speak to me, you got to tell me this, you got, but yet you say you're a believer. Yet you say you're following Christ. Yet you say that God is working a work in your life. But we yet is not able to obey the Spirit. We cannot obey the Spirit of God only because of the fact that we got to see something. So I'm doing it because I'm looking for something. When people's guilt, you know what they say? I'm waiting on God to bless me. Oh, yeah, I'm waiting on God to bless me because I done gave my tithe, I done gave this, I done gave that. But guess what, brother? Well, God is blessing me. Well, wait a minute. What about the the drug dealer? Oh, uh, he would say he got money. He got this. He got that. Well, that's temporary. Well, guess what? Yours is temporary. Amen. Everything that you have is temporary. You know why? Because you got to give an account. Uh, you got to stand before God one day. So it's not permanent to you neither. 
brother, sister, it is not permanent because of the fact that we are not made to stay here uh, from now on. Everything, as I said, everything that you can see with your natural eye is going to fade away. I don't care who it is, what it is, how long you see it. You might not see it fade away, but I'm telling you, everything with the natural eye that you can see is going to deteriorate away, even if it have to be the wrath of God. When the wrath of God, at the last day when God come and bust the sky open and come through, and, 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 and the Bible said that the earth will be burnt up. And lo and behold, we'll see a new heaven and a new earth. So therefore, it's telling you that it's not going to last. Believers, I'm, I'm going to have to go on break. And once I go on break, I'll come back and I'll give you more scripture because I, I ain't even going the direction that I thought I was going to go. But nevertheless, amen, we're obeying God. Uh, so Brother Ware is believing you to tell somebody, come on and get on in the next part. Brother Ware, saying it and asking us to tell others. Amen. God bless you. Praise the Lord, my friend. Brother Ware will return shortly. I would like to take a minute to invite you to pray for the believers walking in righteousness and minister Brother Ware. We thank you for listening and would be really grateful if you would let a friend know about the broadcast. If you would like to contact Brother Ware for a speaking engagement or any other correspondence, please call 404-293-7557. Again, if you would like to contact Brother Ware for speaking engagement, please call 404-293-7557. Please stay tuned until the end of the message for all contact information. We will be taking questions and comments in the second half of the broadcast. For questions and comments, we invite you to call 404-355-8699. That's 404-355-8699. And now, let's welcome back Brother Will. God bless you. Well, we are back. We are back. We thank God for you, you, and especially you. Amen. We thank God for those of you. I'm sorry I'm not in the station today. Amen. Today is a pre-recorded message, and I pray that it be a blessing to you. Uh, you're welcome to call me once we you hear the conclusion of the whole message at 404-293-7557. We would love to hear from you. Amen. Praise God. All right. Uh, as we were saying, I'm asking the question, what am I really doing it for? Am I doing it for the Lord? Let's be real. Is we really doing this for the Lord? Because, see, if we're doing it for the Lord, uh, we wouldn't have the attitude that we have about certain things. We wouldn't have it. You know why? Because of the fact that, that we are saying, uh, well, you're doing it unto the Lord, not unto me. So however you treat, you you treating the Lord that way. No, when but when we're doing it for us, 
we will get offended. Oh, yeah, we will get offended. And uh, and when you get offended, then you know what? Now you done got out of the will of God. So they done brought you out of the will. And when they bring you out of the will, then all of a sudden, it's not fear. It's not uh, a, a blessing. The Bible tells us this. Say, whatsoever thy hands find to do. Let me, let me, I tell you what, let me just get it for you. Because uh, I might misquote it. I might misquote it. Uh, yeah, here you go. Uh, in uh, Ecclesiastic 9, amen. In Ecclesiastic 9, and uh, we'll go with 9 and 10. It says, for whosoever, oh, I'm sorry, whatsoever thy hands find to do, do it with thy might. Put all into it. Listen, for, uh, listen now, for there is no works, oh, no device, no knowledge, no wisdom in the grave wherewith thy goest. Other words, do whatever you're doing, do it now with all your heart, with all your might, with your, you set your mind towards it saying, okay, God, listen to me, listen to me. I want to please you, whatever I do. I just don't want to do it because somebody else told me to do it. I want to do it because it's in my heart to do. Listen, I got a few people, and, and I, I know I'm coming back to the scripture, but I have a few people that give, just a few. But I don't beg because God has blessed me with those little few to be able to pay the bill. I'm not running behind. I'm paying the bill for the radio. Oh, we could use more because we could do more. But I'm waiting on the Lord. I'm letting the Lord lead in God. But I'm saying this to say to make a point, believers. Let me tell you something. We can get ourselves in position till now we feel that God is letting us down because we didn't get what we thought we wanted. We wanted a certain kind of car. We couldn't get this. We want a certain kind of this and a certain kind of that. And all of a sudden, we realize we can't get it. And, and what God was doing, he was preserving you because guess what? He see the future. I don't. I don't know what's going on in the future. And I have to encourage myself, especially when I don't pray, especially when I don't sought God, and the thing that I want don't come, then I'll be able to say, Lord, I know it's your will. Oh, I know it, don't, it ain't. It, no, it's not exciting. You know, we just like cheering. Uh, if uh, 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 we get uh, want ice cream, we don't realize that the ice cream and the canness and the cookies is giving us cavity. Oh, we don't see that because the cavity is down the road. We just want what we want right now. And we carry that same spirit, believers. We carry that spirit into the body of Christ. It's not who knows the most, 
But what are you doing with what you know? Because of the fact that God have stirred your heart, God have called you, the Lord has saw fit to pour you out of darkness into the marvelous light, then why are you doing what you're doing? Shouldn't you do it to glorify him? If you're doing it so that somebody else can see you, somebody else can say, well, you know, he doing that or she doing that. It doesn't matter because that person does not have a hell or heaven to put you in. But what are you doing? What are you doing? Are you doing it unto the Lord? If you're really doing it unto the Lord, then you don't get discouraged. No, ma'am. No, sir. I had a situation that come into my life, and all of a sudden I began to say, Now, Lord, why would you tell me that I can have this and couldn't get it. And then all of a sudden when I accepted that, even though in the back of my mind I knew I couldn't do it, get it anyway. Oh, come on now, come on. The Bible said he wouldn't have you to be ignorant. So guess what? He let you know that certain things you can't get. But you just listen to other preachers and uh, uh, other things, other ministers saying this or saying that. So, therefore, you begin to talk about, well, I'm going to believe by faith in spite of what I see. And a whole lot of you has got yourself in the position now that you don't need to be in because you went against the will and the plan of God. I'm telling you, I'm encouraged today. I thank God for where he got me. I thank God for what he put in my life. I thank God for how he's carried me to a higher heights and a deeper depths in him. I'm more determined to obey him because I realize he got me. He got me. In spite of what I think, he got me. And that's the attitude that you should have. He got you. In spite of what you're going through, in spite of your son being rebellious, in spite of your daughter acting uh, 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 any kind of way, guess what? The, the deal is that God got you. He, he knows that he's, he done made you stand in much ter- terrible time than that. He done made you stand. Why? Because of the fact that he kept you. This is what we got to do. Whatever you doing, do it unto the Lord. Because your life is dead, believers. Your life is dead and hid in him. Uh, the scripture said, uh, beware at least any man spoil you. See, we got folks want to tell us what we want to hear. No, 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 no. See, very few of us got friends that will tell you the truth because they don't want to lose your friendship, so they keep holding on. And keep saying what make you feel good and what make you think. But the truth of the matter is you need to take a stand and say, okay, the Bible now told me, beware of a man spoiling me through philosophy and vain deceit after the traditions of men, after the remnant of the world and not after Christ. See, we got to understand everything, any and everything, dwell in Christ. And then when you go and you see 
that on over where uh, in the third chapter, in the third verse, it says, For ye are dead, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. Oh, are we really dead? Or we really want what we want? And are we doing what we want to do? Are you really, really dead? Oh, brothers and sisters, that's why it says, uh, Scripture, the third, uh, three and three says what? Uh, For ye are dead, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, hallelujah, Jesus, shall appear. See, see, listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. He, we, we are sitting up waiting on him to appear at a, a given time that he's going to come through the sky. But I believe that even Stephen, the Bible declared that Stephen saw Christ stand up in the midst when they were storming him and killing him. So he was seeing the coming of Christ. Why? Because the Bible declared that absent from the body is present with the Lord. Guess what? The body is going to sleep. And I know that Christ going to rise that body up one day, and it's going to be present with the Lord. Why? Because it is no such thing. It is no such thing as a time frame on the other side. Because one day, one day to God is as a thousand years to men. All right? Say, when Christ who is our life shall appear, then shall ye also appear with him in glory. Brothers and sisters, we got to focus on uh, this. We got to focus on I'm doing it unto the Lord. I'm doing it looking for the day that I close my eyes and my tongue cleave to the roof of my mouth, never to come on this side anymore. And I'm looking to stand before God without a spot or rancor. I'm looking to stand before God and to be all that he have chose me to be from the foundation of the world. Oh, yes, I might have didn't get it from the beginning. I might have tried to do this and tried to do that. And each time I tried, I kept getting further and further away from me. And he would uh, stir my heart and allow me to go in another direction. And I didn't like the direction that he was sending me, but little did I know that it was a good direction. And after I started in that direction, then he was able to bless me with a sound mind. See, a lot of us today have a confused mind. We need a sound mind, and that sound mind needs to be in Christ. Oh, yes, that's what makes it. That's what makes it sound to be in Christ. Christ, The Bible declared that God is not the author of confusion. No, 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 no. The Bible let us know that he's not that. So when we got confusion, we know that the enemy is into it. And if the enemy is into it, then it can't be of him. Oh, let me tell you, let me tell you. The Lord is our direction. When we are doing it, let's do it unto God. 
Why are we going to do it unto God? Because here in uh, Revelation, even though I, 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 I was coming somewhere else, but Revelation uh, uh, tell us that we all must stand before God. Here, 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 one, it's two or three spots in Revelation, but I like this one where he said, and he calls all both small and great, rich and poor. So it doesn't matter. Like the man had enough money to go out of space, but he couldn't get to heaven. Oh, he was able to go in space, but being in space was a long way from heaven. Oh, yes, a long way. He was in the heaven that we could see. But we are not talking about the heaven that we could see. Well, you could see with a microscope. But we ain't talking about that heaven. We're talking about the third heaven, the throne of God. And if he's going to destroy heaven according to the book of Peter, then he's going to destroy the earth. Then guess what? We're going to have a new heaven and a new earth. And uh, the throne of God going to come down. And we're going to dwell in this new earth, believers. We don't even have a word about no hot and cold. We don't have to worry about these elements in the time frame that we got. I had brothers and sisters to, to, to uh, brother, well, you don't know nothing about the Sabbath. You, 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 you take the Sabbath from 12 I mean, from six to six, the Bible says from sun to sundown. I say, I don't have a problem with you doing that. I don't know why you got a problem with me doing it. Amen. Because I feel that man changed the time. And since man changed daylight saving, all this, and man did all that. And guess what? If you want to be technical, you tell me how is you got a morning and an evening and another day and you didn't even have a sun and a moon and a time frame, a season, to the fourth day. But I'm not getting into that. How is it that you're going to say Christ told in three different areas of the Scripture, are there 12 hours in the day? Then he said a man went out and worried. Oh, brothers and sisters, it's time out for all these little strangling at nets things. Thank God that somebody is trying to obey God the best way. Now, guess what? You obey God, and you do that which God has told you. But let me get back to the Scripture because I'm trying to say, I'm still trying to say, why are you really doing what you're doing? See, some of us trying to prove to somebody else that we so knowledgeable and we so anointed, and you ain't got and you ain't doing no more than what I'm doing. You ain't doing no more than what somebody else is doing. You're not, you're not, and you, guess what? And you're going to die just like I'm going to die. And you're going to stand before God just like I'm going to stand before God. Well, guess what? You should have been called, God might have called you to do more than what Brother Ware is doing. And Brother Ware did just what God told him to do. And he blessed, and God going to come in and say, come on in, Brother Ware. You've been faithful in a few things. I'm going to make you ruler over men. Oh, but what about the person that had a lot of things that he should have been or she should have been faithful of, and they couldn't do it. They wouldn't do it. 
because they was doing it for the wrong reason, doing it unto the Lord. Let me go back to what I was reading. The scripture said in the book of Revelation, the 13th chapter, and, uh, and he calls all both small and great, rich and poor, to receive a mark, uh, uh, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their forehead. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Now, I know we done said this and said that, but I believe the Bible. I believe that it's going to be a literal, unseen mark, maybe by the natural eye, but they can scan it. I see how they do people when you go into these amusement parks. They put a little stamp on you, and you have to put your arm up under the light or your hand up under the light so they can see. I believe that that's going to come into play simply because we got so much stealing. And because we go into a, a, a moneyless society, then everything going to be done on a, a, a barter system. And, and I just believe that, okay, I could be wrong, but nevertheless, I believe that they're going to have cards or whatever, and they're just going to put money in this account, money in that account, money for this, draw money out, just like they, the, we catching the little edge of it. The real deal going to come real soon. That's what the enemy does, believers. He set us up. He set you up, get you depending on something, spoil you with it, and then he jerk it from you. And when he jerk it from you, then reality steps in. And when reality steps in, now you got a problem. Now, uh, so small and great to receive a mark in their right hand or in their forehead that no man might buy or sell, say he that has the mark or, uh, or have the name of the beast. Here is wisdom. But, uh, uh, and it begin to tell you about the number. But the, the thing that I wanted you to see, that I, uh, in, on in the 14 to 13 verse, it says, I heard a voice. From heaven, saying unto me, Right blessed is the dead which die in the Lord, for henceforth, which, uh, with, with not henceforth, ye shall, uh, listen now, ye shall the spirit, listen, the spirit, that they may rest from their labors and their works do follow them. Question, what works is following you? What are you doing? What you're doing? Why are you doing it? Amen. What, what are you doing? What are you doing? Why are you doing it? See, we can all say we're doing it because I'm led in the Lord. I, the Lord is leading me. And, and, and in the midst of the Lord is leading you, then the scripture tell me this. But the fearful and the unbeliever and the abominable and the murderer and the homemonger and the sorcerer and the adulteress and all liars shall have their part in the lake uh, which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. I can assure you, you will die again. 
Yes, you will. You will die again, believers. And what we are trying to say, that we want to keep you from dying again. If you die one time, then guess what? You're going to be in the position. So what position? The position to receive the, the blessing. Because I want you to say this. I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God. And a book was opened. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which was written in the book according to their works. People say, work don't say, work don't do this, and work don't do that. Listen. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in it, them. And they were judged, every man, according to their word. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. Oh, death was going to be cast there, those that die. And, 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 and not only those that die, hell itself. We call the lake of fire hell. Some folks call it the grave. Nevertheless, Hell itself was cast into a lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found, here it is, brothers and sisters, whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. What I'm saying, I hope you are doing what you're doing so that your name is in the book. Yes, so that your name is in the book and that you give an account in that day to say, God, I thank you for my eternal life. That's what it's about, being thankful for what God has did for you. I'm telling you, oh, it ain't no goodness of Brother Ware, because Brother Ware couldn't live right by itself. I couldn't do the right thing. I, even if I tried, I would do good for a minute, and I would mess up. I would say I am, I'm not going to uh, uh, do this and not going to do that. And I do all right for a little while. But after a while, guess what? I fail. And the only way we can do is have ourselves rooted and grounded in Jesus the Christ and live according to his word. Father, I thank you. Father, I praise. Father, I ask you to bless each and every one. God, that hears the word today that they may go forth and do and be that which you would have them to be. And, Father, we just thank you for this opportunity. We thank you for that one, God, that you have allowed us to minister to, and they have received it and walking in the light. Father, we thank you. I praise you. I honor you. In Jesus Christ's name I pray. Amen. And amen. Listen to me, believers. We're looking forward to meeting you on next week now. Please make plans to be there. All right? Amen. Brother Ware is saying, as I always say, you don't have the problem you think you have. All you need is more faith in my Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. God bless you. Praise the Lord. I pray that the message that you just heard was an eye-opener and a blessing to you. 
If you would like to hear this message and many of our other messages, please log on to our website, brotherjamesware.org. That's brotherjamesware.org. Now, if you have a desire to contact Brother Ware for special prayer or just to be a blessing to our program, you may write a letter to P.O. Box 232, Easley, South Carolina, 29641. That's Brother James Ware, P.O. Box 232, Easley, E-A-S-L-E-Y, South Carolina, 29641. Please include the station that you heard him on. And remember, we are praying that you grow to higher heights and a deeper depth in the Lord. Remember, Ephesians 1.18. May the Lord bless you. It's too important to give up for real.